Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome back to the program. Well, uh, Ron DeSantis dropped out of the race. Of course, today is the New Hampshire primary. Uh, Ron DeSantis threw his support behind President Donald Trump, and so did our uh, state senator, uh, Josh Kimball. He did the same thing. Josh, welcome to the program. How you doing? Well, hey, Charlie. Good to be with you. And before we get into the presidential politics, I thought your listeners may want to know, the Senate will be debating constitutional carry again tomorrow after yes. a vote we took today. Okay, so, and this is H3594. If it passes the Senate, it'll go to the governor's desk. If if there's any, any amendments, it's going to go back to the House, right? That's correct. We're, I'm going to try to, I hope there's no amendments. We'd like to just get an up or down vote. I think it'll be a long day tomorrow in the Senate, but uh, today the vote count to take up the debate was 26. Uh, members of the Senate will need all 26 to pass the bill. Let's just hope those votes hold, but I'm going to fight very hard to get it, and uh, we'll take it up tomorrow. That sounds good. Um, so if, if you guys have a state senator out there other than Josh Kimball, uh, give him a call and ask him to pass H3594, the constitutional carry bill. So there's also another bill, um, uh, H3014. This is the hate crimes bill. It passed the House a couple of months ago at the urging of, you know, Volkswagen and Scout. And uh, it is now going to be debated in the Senate. How does that it's look? It's dead on arrival. It's dead on arrival. I mean, I've already, a lot of us have objected to this bill for years because that bill has a lot of language in there. Yeah. that has nothing to do with hate crimes. It's all about what, what you think about LGBTQ and all this yeah. kind of stuff. And I'm not, I'm not going to let Scott kind of be a place where your, your, your beliefs on marriage or family is the basis of prosecution, Charlie. And their language in that bill is so broad. Uh, it's already illegal to kill somebody. It's already illegal yeah. to, to, to uh, assault somebody. Uh, passing a hate crimes bill just to virtue signal, in my opinion, is a waste of time. I've objected to the bill repeatedly. I have voted against it when it's come up for even a day vote. I'll continue to vote against it, and I think you've got enough of us who will object. That bill is dead on arrival in the Senate. I am certainly glad to hear that, but I wonder how Volkswagen is going to feel about that. I don't really care. I don't I've either. already decided there's, there, there's another round of their their little stimulus coming up. I'm gonna vote against all that because yeah. they, they gave us a bunch of assurances they weren't gonna play this game, and now they're doing this woke ESG garbage, and I'm done with it. I mean, th- th- this is we just passed an anti ESG bill in our pension plan, but I'm gonna go further than that. I want anti ESG uh, in the state budget when it comes to targeted tax incentives. I, I don't really Volkswagen needs to stay out of this. We're not passing a hate crimes bill. We're not doing woke in South Carolina. We're not. There's a reason why I supported Ron DeSantis in Florida when he ran for president. 
Yeah, and that was because, I mean, he was very much against DEI uh, in, in, in Florida, right? Look, DEI, as the governor used to say, is, is discrimination, uh, exclusion, and inequity. That's what it comes down to, yeah. indoctrination. And that's what it is. I mean, this, this woke agenda has got to stop. There's a good book that if, if, if your audience are readers, they should read Christopher Rufo's book, uh, The American Cultural Revolution, How the Left Took Over Everything. I've been reading that, studying that a lot. And I knew a lot of the things that were in that book. But you really start reading about how the left has just hijacked American culture is very disturbing, and we've got to get very serious about dismantling this from the university system to fighting back against the woke corporate uh, corporatist establishment, which is, by the way, why I've endorsed uh, Donald Trump now for president over Nikki Haley. I supported Ron DeSantis, proud of that, still love the governor, but the former president is is a good choice, too, and and Nikki Haley is a woke corporatist who will play footsie. I was on Fox News on Sunday, and I said that she basically played footsie with the World Economic Forum. I mean, we're not, we don't need to go back to this whole globalist uh, World Economic Forum woke agenda. That's what Nikki Haley represents. And so I have now endorsed Donald Trump for re-election to president. So, I mean, we've seen what uh, the woke globalist agenda will do to this country, and it never looks good. I mean, it gets us involved in foreign wars that we don't need to be involved in, right? I saw a headline earlier, Charlie, that I laughed. I, I literally laughed at the point I almost cried about said that Nikki Haley would make Dick Cheney look like the Dalai Lama <laughs> and how many and how many wars she'd want to get the United States yeah, yeah. oh man yeah, you, look, you it's great to be pro-military I'm pro-military yeah. I'm, pro, I'm pro building up the military I'm pro supporting our Navy and Army and Marine and Air Force but you want you know the idea is to build it up to where our defenses are beyond uh, being able to be defeated so that we don't have to worry about fighting a war you want to it's peace through strength uh, unfortunately, people like Nikki want to go invade and get involved in endless foreign wars left and right. We need to have the Reagan doctrine, deterrence by peace through strength, but not build the military beyond challenge, less weakness, invite challenge, but don't go and invade every country around the world for fun. I agree. How do you think Nikki Haley is going to do? First of all, if she loses tonight, I mean, she got really snippy over on Fox News this morning. Um, but uh, if she loses tonight, you think she's going to back out? Well, I hope not. I mean, the reason I, I say that is because I want her to come to South Carolina and get her clock clean so we don't have to deal with her anymore. I mean, she, th- yeah. this is a person who uh, honestly has never had conviction, which is why I just am so against her. And people even asked me when I was in Iowa campaigning for dissent, I said, look, Senator, you're a South Carolinian. And I said, yeah, I am a native one and I'm proud of it. But uh, I'm here to defend the honor of my state. Nikki's never had convictions about anything. She'll say whatever she needs to. And I want her to stay in the race so that Donald Trump can beat her here 80-20 and we don't have to talk about it anymore. Yeah, and uh, and uh, even Kahaley over at, at Trafalgar Group said um, that if she loses South Carolina, that's the end of her political career, period. I think she's already there anyway. I mean, yeah. look, the Republican Party's moved beyond where she is. She, she's over there playing footsie with Jamie Dimon and the World Economic Forum and all these woke elites talking about how we should allow unfettered immigration it's not just illegal immigration, Charlie. We have too much immigration at this point, period. America cannot continue to take millions of people every year who do not assimilate into the culture of this country. And, and, and I say this with some experience. I'm married to a first-generation immigrant. Mm-hmm. But guess what? She learned the language, became a citizen, uh, is proud of the country, votes Republican in every election, and understands what our nation's history is. But you've got to make sure. We, I'm not anti-legal immigration, but you right. still can't have unlimited immigration, even if it's legal. And Nikki's over there talking about we shouldn't have a border wall and we should let people come here whenever they feel like getting asylum. 
And and then she's talking about how we should basically monitor everybody's social media accounts, which is basically what the World Economic Forum wants. We've got to stand up for American sovereignty in every single way, and that's not Nikki Haley. And that's why, after my friend Ron DeSantis dropped out, I'm, I'm now supporting President Trump. Absolutely. All right, uh, State Senator Josh Kimball, again, remind us, about what time are you guys going to be debating the constitutional carry bill tomorrow? Uh, we'll go in around noon, so we'll, I'm, we'll take it up pretty quick after the beginning of the calendar. I'd say around 1230 tomorrow we'll be talking about it. Are you expecting the uh, usual cast of uh, the, the usual suspects to put up any um, any fight on it? Oh, yeah. I think it's, I don't think we'll take a vote tomorrow. I think we'll have a lot of fights tomorrow than the yeah. state of the state addresses tomorrow night. My guess is the vote comes Thursday at the late at the earliest, so we'll stay, we'll stay tuned. As soon as we have a vote count, I'll give you a call back. Sounds good. I appreciate it. State Senator Josh Kimball, always a pleasure to talk to you, my friend, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks. Thank you. Take care. Again, constitutional carry going to be debated tomorrow in the Senate. So now listen, 26 senators voted to put this up for debate tomorrow. They're going to need all 26 senators to vote for this thing. If that happens, then it goes to the governor's desk and he signs it, hopefully. If not, it's going to go back to the House. They're going to make some amendments to it. They're going to try to get some sort of, uh, you know, uh, collaboration there on this bill. And then maybe send it to the governor's desk. But hopefully, hopefully we can get constitutional carry passed here in South Carolina. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Coming up at 435 this afternoon, we'll be talking with Representative Nancy Mace from the 1st Congressional District here in South Carolina about her endorsement of Trump, also about her call for every state to have voter ID. But do not be mistaken, ladies and gentlemen, the key issue in this election, not only the primary, but also the general election, is going to be immigration. That is what is on everybody's mind. Hunter is calling in from Pickens. Hunter. Uh, we have got a serious immigration problem in this country, don't we? 
Yeah, no doubt. It's, it's the biggest issue there is. It's going to be the biggest issue in this century. I want to say I'm a first-time caller. Love your show, Charlie. You. You're the best of all the radio hosts during the work day. I turn you on every day at 3, and I really just want to shed light on some uh, you, developments sir. as far as the refugee resettlement programs taking place within the United States. Yeah, uh, You have an organization called the Hebrew uh, Immigration uh, Advocacy Society, or the HIAS. I, I'm not sure if I said that right. Um, but uh, they're operating within 17 states within uh, the United States, and they currently have a processing center in the Darien Gap, which yeah. connects Central America to uh, the mainland United States. And uh, they receive 105. They received 105 million dollars from uh, U.S. taxpayers in the fiscal year uh, 2023. And uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, our current uh, Secretary of Homeland Security, was uh, formerly on the board of this oh. refugee resettlement uh, uh, operation. And so uh, it's operating. Uh, they have, they're operating in Arizona. They're operating in California, uh, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Illinois, Maine, Massachusetts, Michigan, New York, North Carolina, Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, Washington, and Wisconsin. And I just want to say that um, that uh, America is not going to be destroyed from enemies without. It will be destroyed from enemies within. Sure. So here you have the you have Alejandro Mayorkas, the guy that's in charge of our border security, was uh, formerly on the board of the Hebrew Immigrant Aid. Uh, society and um so th these things th these uh these nonprofit organizations need to be declared an enemy of the state and uh and that's all i want to say on that yeah issue. i mean well i hunter you're exactly right i appreciate you tuning into the program thank you so much for your call and do not be a stranger but he is exactly right but it even goes deeper than that i mean even even the united nations you see, we here in the United States, we give a tremendous amount of money every year to the United Nations, and they are in turn bringing illegal immigrants into this country. So you are paying them to bring in illegal immigrants. In 2021, um, let's see, let me just see that. The U.N. just released a 2024 interagency coordination platform for refugees and migrants from Venezuela. Uh, it's called RV4. It's a planning and a budgeting, uh, budgeting document that hands out $1.6 billion to 17 Latin American countries. It confirms that the U.N., with helping hands from 248 named non-government organizations, is, is giving debit cards to illegal immigrants funded by U.S. taxpayer dollars. Despite the RV plan title naming Venezuelans as recipients of this aid, the document's fine print says, that, uh, says it goes to all nationalities and multiple other nationalities. Now, these documents clear up any mystery about what the U.N. and the non-government organizations are doing on the migrant trails and leaves no room for supposedly debunking fact checks. In a nutshell, the U.N. and its advocacy partners want to spread $372 million in cash and voucher assistance and multi-purpose cash assistance to 624,300 immigrants who, in transit, who are in transit to the United States during 2024. That money is handed out 
most often handed out. Other UN documents show as prepaid, prepaid rechargeable de- debit cards, but also in hard cash envelopes, bank transfers, and mobile transfers. Oh, and they can use it for whatever they want. Whatever they want. And not only that, you know, that's, you know, and, and Hunter was just talking about what they're doing down at the Darien Gap. Panama. Do you know who's operating in Panama to help these illegal aliens come to the United States? This is going to shock you. I say with, with, with great irony, because I know it's not. The Clinton Foundation is also down there helping illegal immigrants with your taxpayer dollars. Because remember, our government funds the Clinton Foundation as well. We send money to them. And they're helping these people get to the border. The U.N. is paying illegals using United States cash payer, uh, taxpayer cash. Well, thankfully, the folks in Texas are holding strong. The Texas National Guard is holding strong at Eagle Pass. And our own, oh, Amy Comey Barrett, oh, you're the one that decided it was okay for the Border Patrol to go on Texas property and remove razor wire. You were the deciding vote, Amy Coney Barrett. You were the deciding vote. When all of these people supported you, when you were nominated for the Supreme Court, and now you've just taken razor wire and stabbed them in the back with it. So she won. But thankfully, thankfully, Texas is still holding strong. Good for Governor Abbott. Good for the attorney general there. Good, good for you guys. Hold strong. Because it is, it is civil war, but it's being waged by the federal government. Oh, how many times has that happened? At least one big time in history. So the federal government wants to go into a sovereign state and tell them how to operate their border. Well, you know what Texas is doing? They're putting up more razor wire. Good for them. Good for them. Keep it up. Because this is a plot. It's a plot and a plan to get these immigrants into blue states and into red states primarily red states, so that then you can change the congressional district lines because that's all, because all of these people are going to be counted in the census when it comes up. No, the census isn't just American citizens. It's everybody in the United States. They're the ones that are doing this. So, good grief. But thank you so much, Hunter, for the call. When we get back, we'll be talking with Representative Nancy Mace. That's coming up next on The Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Welcome back to the program. Glad to have you along with us this afternoon. As always, we love you tuning in. Uh, so let me see. I got sorry. I got to uh, send a text here uh, real quick. There we go. All right. Um, how are things looking in New Hampshire right now? The polls are closing in about three and a half hour, three hours, 25 minutes. They close at eight o'clock in New Hampshire 
um, this afternoon. They opened at midnight last night because that's in their uh, their state constitution that they are the first primary state. Now, we know the Iowa caucus, that's a different deal, but New Hampshire is a primary state, so uh, they're the first in the nation, except for the Democrats. That's South Carolina, and nobody really cares because they're not even having, really, a primary this year. So people are writing in Joe Biden um, uh, just to keep him from saving face. So let's just take a look at some of these poll numbers right now. If we can get some, uh, anything latest and new going on right now, I do not know. Let's just double check here. Uh, Trump's leading New Hampshire by 22 points. Now, Nikki Haley did get a little snippy over there on Fox News this morning. Let's take a listen to that exchange. Here we go. No, I don't get out if I lose today. I mean, first of all, again, I'm going to say this. We've had 56,000 people vote for Donald Trump, and you're going to say that's what the country wants. That's not what the country wants. We're going to have New Hampshire vote today. They deserve to have the power of their voice said. I have won South Carolina twice. Do they support Trump? Of course they do. I voted for Trump twice. I think he was the right president at the right time. I don't think he's the right president going forward. There's a difference between support and where you want our country to go. I'm going to fight just as hard in South Carolina as I did before. But do you worry the the Iowa polls were right? The distance was about what the polls were. Right now, you're down double digits in probably the last three major polls. And in South Carolina, I think you're down 40 or 50 points. Um, so do you think those polls are that dramatically wrong and you can make up that difference? Well, in I'm not down 40 or 50 points in South Carolina. I think we need to have a current poll in South Carolina. But oh, we do. It's 30 points, Nikki Haley. And one of the people that is uh, going to be, uh, well, is endorsing President Donald Trump is Representative Nancy Mays from the 1st Congressional District, who joins us right now. Uh, uh, yes, Congressman Mays, how are you? I am doing well, and you're right. It's time for this race to be over. Um, There's no reason for it to continue down in South Carolina after tonight. This is the voters want Donald Trump, and the voters are going to get Donald Trump. The only reason I want this uh, to linger on until after South Carolina is so Nikki Haley can spend $35, $40 million here. That's about well, we, that, can, we gotta use <laughs> I want to use that thirty to forty million dollars against Joe Biden. That's what I want to do. Yeah. The sooner that we get this down to a two man race between uh, between Donald Trump and Joe Biden, the sooner we can take our country back, which is what we have to do. And you, you hear this over and over again. This is the election of our lifetime. This no, this is the election yeah. of our lifetime. You just saw what the Supreme Court did yesterday with the border and what Governor right. Abbott has done to keep illegal aliens out and what the Supreme Court has done. You look at the cost of inflation. Eggs are still ridiculously expensive here. Mm-hmm. Um, and every every issue, the wars overseas, all of these things are caused by weakness in the White House. And you know what? Our enemies didn't mess with us when Trump was president yeah. because they feared him. You know, you just strength back. Absolutely, we do. But you just brought up something interesting that not a lot of people Mm -hmm. have have, have been talking about in this election. We're talking about Supreme Court nominees that are going to be coming up uh, in in the next four and a half, five years. Yep. That have to be conservative. I mean, we've already got a relatively conservative Supreme Court, but even they voted um, with the federal government against Texas. Uh, So we've got to get even more conservative people on the court. It is a dire situation if we if this thing is allowed to continue and we have to put a stop to it. I mean, but on, the, on Biden's first day in office, by the time the sun set, he had reversed every good border policy that Trump had yeah. started. 
that Trump had created. And Trump, they want to they want to, you know, give him grief about the wall. He built hundreds of miles of wall in Biden's first three years. He wants to build 21 miles of wall and hadn't done it yet. Yeah. I mean, I just I can't even. You know, you see, I, I was in New York recently. I saw what's going on up there with the illegal aliens. They're, they're everywhere. They're going to these sanctuary cities. And these leftists, these Dems, they don't want them in their cities yet. They want this to happen. They yeah. want it to happen in a red state, but not a blue state. Come on. Yeah, they didn't have a, a, a problem with illegal aliens overrunning Eagle Pass, Texas and Brownsville. But when they come to, uh, to Brooklyn, then all of a sudden they have a problem. Yeah, exactly. The hypocrisy. And this is not I mean, they are they are bankrupting our children and grandchildren's future. Look what they're doing with all the CRs and the minibuses and the omnibuses and the budget. And they they don't want to balance anything. And it's never going to happen if we don't have both chambers and a fiscally conservative president in the White House. And so there we have to reverse every bad idea Biden has had. And that starts with Donald Trump. Let's talk a little bit about the border real quick. Senator Langford has said there's going to be no border bill this week. Were you disappointed in Mike Johnson with this continuing resolution, basically doing the same thing that uh, Kevin McCarthy did? I, I didn't vote for the CR. In fact, yeah. I sat on yeah, meetings right. with leadership. And, you know, we we are our own worst enemy. Members of our party are our own worst enemy. I sat in private meetings um, with very conservative folks like House Freedom Caucus members who are willing to work out some kind of deal as long as we had immigration and HR2 tied to it. And then you would you would have a different faction within our party um, who were just absolutely no way ever happening. They'll ever vote for a bill with HR2 attached to it. These are all members of our own yeah party who are sabotaging us in the process. And if we don't draw a line in the sand, if we don't draw a red line over the southern border, we can just we're just going to give it all away. We can win on this issue. I think it'll be the number one issue in this in this yeah. country nationally, at the state level, local level, et cetera, all down the ballot. We can win on immigration, but we have to have the backbone to say enough is enough. And we need to send elected leaders to Washington who will stand there and fight with us. And they're not enough of us who are conservative and are listening to people across the country that do not want this to have happening. They don't want this happening. They don't want a wide open border. Enough is enough. And we are we are our own worst enemy. That's what I saw last week. You're exactly right. You are also calling for uh, every state to have voter ID. Are you getting any pushback on that as if I didn't know? Oh, I mean, of course. I mean, leftists and Democrats, they don't they don't want voter ID. In fact, they want illegal aliens to vote in our elections, by the way. That's what this is about. They've actually put it in writing. They put it in legislation in the past. They want illegals to vote in when they're not citizens of this country to vote um, in our country. And it's it's the furthest thing from America that I can that I can think of. But they don't want voter ID. And come to find out, all the groups that they say are marginalized by voter ID have some of the highest voter registration yeah. numbers. You know, so it's, yeah. it's almost equal across the board, no matter the color of your skin or, or where you come from. Now, women don't register to vote as high as men. So, you know, that's a whole nother discussion. But I mean, these groups that are coming forward saying that certain voters are disenfranchised, no, they're not. They're registering at the high, high, as high as everybody else. And it's just crazy um, that they continue to perpetuate this lie. Do you think the bank, the vote campaign that the GOP or the RNC has come out with, do you think that's enough or, or or do we need more grassroots boots on the ground? We need as many people as possible who will be on the ground, who will make sure that their neighbors are registered to vote, that make sure that those are registered to vote 
go out and vote, that they know where the polls are, that they know how to vote, that they know how to vote absentee. Every state laws, every state's different in how they handle um, voting, whether there's early voting or same day voting, et cetera. It's really incumbent upon us, upon everybody. If you have a free minute, drive and put somebody in your car when you go to vote that day, take a neighbor, take a colleague and go do it because it matters and it matters more than ever. And I'll tell you, there are Democrats who are disenfranchised. Look at the, the, what has happened in Israel. Mm -hmm. We have Jewish Democrats that don't want to vote for Biden. They don't want to vote for Democrats that don't support Israel. And there are a lot of them that don't, they are willing to, to come to our side of the aisle. And, you know, we have to have those conversations and appeal to those people and tell them why, and, and and welcome them home. Welcome them into the family. Yeah, absolutely. They're all welcome here. We need to do that. We got a group here in the upstate called the Greenville Patriots Caucus. They went out this weekend and and, contact, and got in contact, uh, encountered 4,500 voters. They had thousands, exactly. uh, several thousand people mm-hmm. uh, registered to vote. And 80% of the folks didn't even know the primary was on a Saturday. Yeah, how crazy is that? It's nuts. Um, it is a presidential election. Yeah. It's different than your normal Republican <laughs> primary. But I'll tell you, Charlie, when I, I mean, I voted in every presidential, you know, I voted in most of the presidential elections every four years starting at the age of 18. Yeah. But I didn't know for the longest time there were even, there were primaries, right? And so it takes educating people. We're all active now, and the older you get, the more active you are and more knowledgeable you are about voting. But there are a lot of young people coming through the ranks, and I've made sure to, 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 tell my kid every election that, hey, this is a primary. It's separate from the general election. It's not every four years. It's sometimes every year, every two years that you're voting and sometimes multiple times a year. But it's really incumbent upon us to let people know this is where you pick your leader um, in the primaries. Not everybody does. Was your decision to support Donald Trump, was that a tough one? Did it have more to do with Donald Trump or did it have more to do with Nikki Haley? No, it, it was not. It was an easy call. I mean, I've been talking to voters and I had two constituents that ran for president this cycle. And I want to be respectful. I respect Tim mm-hmm. Scott. I respect Nikki Haley. I want to be respectful of the, of the constituents that I represent. And look, Nikki Haley is the last person standing. She was she ran a great campaign. She stayed until the end. But I've talked to voters day in and day out for months now. And I've been listening and I've stayed out of it. Um, but it was very easy. And looking at how, how he won Iowa, looking at the numbers in New Hampshire, he's going to crush it in South Carolina. He's 30 yeah. to 40 points up and in any given area, and um, he's going to win resoundingly. And the sooner we get this over with, the sooner we can make this an election about the general election. We can move on to November because that is where all of our resources need to go if we're going to kick Joe Biden out of the White House. Absolutely. From the 1st Congressional District here in South Carolina, Representative Nancy Mace, thank you so much for calling in this afternoon, and we'll talk again soon. Thank I appreciate you. it. Yes, Bye-bye. sir. Thank you. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Welcome back to the program from the uh, Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. Charlie, why can't we get our primaries closed? It's terrible to think that we have open primaries and that each are on different days. It's like Nikki. No, no. Here's, here's, and it's sad. It is kind of sad. It's very sad when we talk about these primaries here in South Carolina because the Democrats can cross over and vote in our primaries, and they do. Now, we've got a House of Representatives right now 
that are looking at appointing a guy to a circuit judgeship, this guy, James Smith. James Smith ran as a Democrat in 2018 against Henry McMaster. He ran as a Democrat. Okay. He is a radical pro-choicer. He supports Planned Parenthood. He supports Black Lives Matter. And our House of Representatives is looking at putting, appointing him to a judgeship. Now, let that sink in for a minute. This is the same House of Representatives that a couple of, what, last week, they tried to pass a rules bill that would have prohibited anybody in the Freedom Caucus or anybody from making amendments. The only people that could do that were Davey Hyatt and Todd Rutherford, another radical Democrat. So these people in our House of Representatives, they benefit greatly, greatly from open primaries because their Democrat buddies vote with them. So here's what you guys need to do today. We'll get back to, uh, we'll get back to closed primaries in just a second. You need to contact your state representative and tell them to vote no on James Smith. Vote no. Also, vote no on H4700. That is a bill that will require people to register when they sign up for the internet or sign up for social media. Oh, yes, they're trying to frame it like this is just going to be the kids. This is just going to be the kids doing this. This is all we're going to get. No, no. This is another invasion of our privacy, and we do not need it here in South Carolina. So vote no on H4700. Then get in touch with your state senator. On H-3014, 3014, that is the hate crimes bill that was passed by the House of Representatives. Now, Josh Kimball assured us a few minutes ago that um, uh, this bill was dead on the rival, on arrival. Well, I hope it is because it is horrible. We do not need a hate crimes bill in South Carolina, especially a hate crimes bill that has gendered language in it. And it even goes as far as hate speech as well. Let's go to Gene. Gene's in Greenville. Gene, what about Josh Kimball, my friend? All righty. Josh, uh, um, I became acquainted with Josh back uh, around 2007 when I first moved here. I think he was still a student or he just finished uh, college work. And uh, I saw his... uh, his activity in his career, and God, God has blessed him, I do believe, and, yep. and he's had his conflicts and, and uh, his struggles. And he's never seemed to have been able to pick a winner, if you know what I mean. Well, he went with DeSantis. What was that? He went with DeSantis. Well, even before that, there were other people yeah. that he went with that, uh, and I, you know, I don't mock him for that, but um, now this brings me to the point. Uh, has he publicly announced support for Donald Trump? Josh Kimbrell? Yeah. Yes, he has. Okay, fine. Then, then uh, you've restored my, uh, my uh, hope uh, in this young man. Well, I, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. There's a background to this, not about him personally, but yeah. about a, uh, a now defunct radio program I used to listen to. That, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I don't want to give out names or details unless I'm forced to, but yeah. they were... Very uh, antagonistic toward Donald Trump for no reason, 
But no reason. Well, I, maybe they, they considered him like the worst sinner ever on the face of the planet. Worse than Satan. You know I know, I mean. yeah. I know. Oh, well, there so, are the pious among us. Well, I like that. Pious among us. There are the pious among us. So. <laughs> That's a nice rhythm to it. There you go. Well, I want to thank you for that. Uh, uh, well, thank you, Charlie. Yeah, I Keep appreciate it. good work, my man. I'll do my very best, Gene. Thank you so much. But listen, I mean, oh, we got to take a break. Sorry, run out of time. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 